It's Monday, the 1st of February, 2021. Hello and welcome to the new month. Hospitals have become full and we've had to reactivate our isolation center. Our average daily rates of infection now stand at 700 compared to 200 two weeks ago. If there's no urgent reason for you to be outside, please stay at home. The news at six is live on Joy 99.7 and hits 103.9 FM in Accra. It's also on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, affiliates across Ghana and worldwide at myjoyonline.com. Coming up, government imposes tighter restrictions, including ban on mass gatherings and rotation of staff at workplaces as the country's COVID-19 situation becomes dire. The UK and other new variants are being transmitted within the population. We should all understand that our current situation could get very dire. It's now being confirmed that a new strain of the virus is already spreading within the population. Plus an update on government's vaccinations plan. A 17 million vaccines are expected in the country. Also looming crisis in the Ashanti region as frontline health workers at the Konfonochi Teaching Hospital threatened to lay down tools over unpaid allowances. There's a growing disenchantment and serious uproar. People are not happy. Now, if you are not careful, most of our people are going to lay down their tools. The danger is the first week of February. There will be a day that you go at the treatment center and there will be nobody there. And in business, Ghana secured 6.5 billion U.S. dollars in revenue since commercial oil production began in April 2011. We'll tell you how the funds have been disbursed so far later on the Joy Business Report. Also in the 6 a.m. package, as the Supreme Court resumes hearing of the election petition this morning, lawyers for President Ekufado say they will demonstrate that the NDC General Secretary Johnson, Nesia Dinketia, is not a credible witness. The test for every witness in court is the witness's credibility. We want to attack the credibility of the witness. I am Bernice Abubedulansa. Thanks for making time to be with us. We are your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. The details now. This morning, new tighter restrictions are taking effect as government steps up the fight to slow the spread of COVID-19 in Ghana. And his update number 23 Sunday night, President Ekofodo said the country's situation is now dire as hospitals are full with many severe and critical cases. 64 more people have sadly died over the last two weeks, bringing the total number of confirmed deaths to 416. Our hospitalization rates are increasing, with the number of critically ill and severely ill persons now at 172. Our hospitals have become full, and we have had to reactivate our isolation centers. Our average daily rates of infection now stand at 700 compared to 200 two weeks ago. To address this, a number of new restrictions are being introduced, including a ban on mass gatherings. Until further notice, funerals, weddings, concerts, theatrical performances and parties are banned. Private burials with no more than 25 people can take place with enforcement of the social distancing, hygiene, and mask-wearing protocols. Beaches, nightclubs, cinemas, and pubs continue to be shut. Our borders by land and sea remain closed. All workplaces, public and private, must employ a shift system for workers, in addition to the use of virtual platforms for business or work. 
President Kufado also announced a comprehensive enforcement plan to ensure there's total compliance. As we step up public education and enforcement of the protocols of public gatherings, let me also state that regulatory agencies will undertake random checks to ensure conformity with these rules, and the security services will be tasked to enforce them. You do not have to be arrested by the police before you wear your mask. The president also also revealed that the country hopes to receive some 17 million doses of the COVID-19 vaccines, which will start arriving in the country by March. Head of our health desk, Fred Smith, is here with the latest figures on our COVID situation. Well, the new cases as announced by the president, 794, uh, brings our active cases to 5,358. Total confirmed cases since the outbreak last year is 67,010. 416 persons have died from this, but at the hospitals, we have some severe cases. Uh, 128 persons have severe COVID and critical cases from COVID are 44. Fred Smith is head of our health desk. And in the Ashanti region, there's a looming crisis as frontline health workers at the Okonfanochi Teaching Hospital serve notice. They'll lay down their tools of our unpaid allowances. The over 200 aggrieved frontline health workers attend to severe and critically ill COVID-19 patients. They're unhappy with what they say are disparities and discrimination in the payment of insurance packages promised by government. My colleague, Ohim Interia, who's been investigating the concerns of the health workers, has more in the following report. Konfanochi Teaching Hospital takes care of pediatric and critically ill adult COVID-19 cases. As at January 26, 2021, at least 251 positive cases, representing 48.9% of samples taken, have been treated at the facility. But taking care of COVID-19 positive cases comes at a cost to medical staff. They risk their own lives. In fact, the team that manage COVID cases at Konfanochi are very, very, very efficient. They work diligently to be able to care for the patients well. The government in April 2020 promised to pay 50% of basic salary of frontline health workers. It also announced insurance package for medical staff who contract COVID-19 in the line of duty. But the supposed beneficiaries say they are yet to benefit, especially from the insurance. The aggrieved health staff have threatened to lay down their tools. Those who manage the cases, nurses, doctors, contracted it as early as May, and their names were sent to the ministry for payment. Those people have not received it, and people who are not clinical staff, but staff of company, but they don't manage patients like an accountant or a health service administrator. I know two people who are not clinical managers but contracted it in August, and they have been paid. There's a growing disenchantment and serious uproar. People are not happy. Now, if you are not careful, most of our people are going to lay down their tools. Let's stay a while on COVID-related news. Speaker of Parliament, Alban Babwin, is warning he may be forced to disclose the names of more than 60 MPs who refused to undergo testing for COVID-19. The Speaker also confirmed that some members of Parliament tested positive for the virus after a three-day health screening exercise organized for them last week. Addressing the House Friday, Speaker said he is displeased with a continuous refusal of some MPs to undergo mandatory testing. My directive that all members subject themselves to the test has not yet been complied with by over 60 members of parliament. It is true, as the majority leader has just stated, that we are not all safe. 
Even in the house, some members are afflicted by COVID-19. You may not know who the person is uh, because of the protocols, issues of confidentiality. We are not disclosed, those who are now COVID-19 positive. Speaker of Parliament, Alban Gwagwin, there away from that. Let's bring you an update on the election petition. Lawyers for President Akufado say they'll demonstrate this morning that the NDC's Johnson is here in Ketia is not a credible witness. Mr. Nketia, who's testifying in support of John Mahama's election petition on Friday, said unless he's reminded, he could not recall saying John Mahama had won the elections before the EC's official declaration. Court correspondent Joseph Akable in the following report looks at what to expect today. Lawyers for President Akufuado confronted Mr. Siedun Ketia about speeches delivered by top NDC officials before the EC's declaration of results. The results as declared by the first respondent is not accurate. I'm also putting it to you that you yourself declared that the petitioner had won the presidential elections. Unless I'm reminded. They say they will demonstrate on Monday that Mr. Nketiah is not a credible witness. The test for every witness in court is the witness's credibility. We want to attack the credibility of the witness. Lawyers for President Mahama, however, disagree. The foundation, I mean, had nothing to do with relevance. So at a point, his lordship justice, Nenamegache, had to tell him that, look, address us on the critical issue of relevancy. Joseph Akable with that report and the annual celebration of love on Valentine's Day may experience a setback as new COVID restrictions kick in. The 14th day of this month, which is specially set aside to commemorate uh, St. Valentine, is usually characterized with events and promotions about love feasts, etc. Some people join youth engaged, however, believe a lot may change this year with majority resorting 